Welcome to the Red Dice Diaries. This podcast is a rambling journey through the wonderful world of RPGs from the viewpoint of a long-time GM and player. The music at the start of this podcast was Nightmare by Alexander Nakarada and is used under Creative Commons license. Okay, so in this episode, I'm going to be answering a few voicemails that I received in relation to our recent episode, episode 10, D&D Market Dominance, which was recorded by Lloyd Jan, myself, and Johannes Povola. So let's jump straight into the first voicemail, which is from Glenn, also known as Old Man Grognard. Hi, Alan. Old Man Grognard here, just listening to episode 10 with you and your group there. Just kind of going off the deep end about the market dominance of D&D. Well, I can't argue with that. I mean, there is a debt we owe to 5th edition. We're making it so popular. Uh, my problem is, is I'm a firm old school grognard. While I play D&D, I do have at least one 5th edition game going that I play in. You will never see me behind the screen on 5th edition. Just don't care for it. So I have my own little problems, which I'll probably talk about on my show. Trying to find an OSR game if somebody walks into a game store and say, well, do you want to run D&D? Yeah, I got my first, second edition books here, my basic. No, no, we run fifth. I don't. Anyway, great show. That was a fun listen, and keep her up. Thanks for your voicemail, Glenn. And I think you do raise a very important point there, the fact that because 5th edition does have such a sort of high level of market penetration and dominance, it can be difficult to get people to look beyond that to earlier editions and things like the OSR. Now, as I'm sure you know, I'm a big fan of the OSR gaming myself. And like you, Glenn, whilst I've enjoyed playing in some really great 5th edition games, it doesn't really speak to me as much as a GM. If I'm going to GM, I want to have a a more simple system. It's why I run things like Lamentations of the Flame Princess, Basic Fantasy, uh, Sword and Wizardry White Box, and stuff like that, because it scratches the the same itch that D&D does for me, but in a far simpler manner, without me having to like wade through a lot of like challenge ratings and crazy stuff like that, and without me having to worry about remembering a uh, a vast amount of rules for every different situation. I'm a big fan of that whole sort of rulings over rules thing that's pushed forward so much in OSR. But I can see that it would be difficult to find people who would be willing to look beyond that because as soon as you say, oh, I'm running some D&D or whatever, never mind the fact that most OSR games are technically D&D and there's obviously all the other many and various different editions, it would be difficult to get people to look beyond fifth edition so i think that is definitely a potential downside to the market dominance of D. but i'd hope that there would be at least some people who if they're willing to sort of get into role play with their first experience as a fifth edition that they'd be willing to look beyond that and maybe try a few things out but i do agree with you that as i've said dnd fifth edition good game i've enjoyed playing it i've got the the main three books, you know, the PHB, the DMG, and the Monster Manual, but it doesn't speak to me as much as a GM. But thanks very much for your message, Glenn. Uh, speak to you soon. 
the next voicemail I have is from Colin at the Spike Pit. So take it away, Colin. Hi, John. It's Colin. Uh, I just scrawled some notes, mate, on the back of a old 30-year-old BX fighter character sheet of mine. It's uh, the ideas for GMless LARP. Um, in brief, basically, there's a band of uh, fanatical OSR players travelling to Dragon Meat in search of a gun-toting and dangerously misguided heretic known as Lloyd. Their aim is to silence his insane babbling. I just wondered if you had any thoughts on that, mate. Uh, I've got a load of playtesters lined up. Um, so, yeah, I, even, I mean, some of them are there even coming as far away, uh, coming from as far away as Texas and the Midwest. So, um, uh, I might be on at something there. Well, I'm certainly sure that Lloyd would have approved of you scrawling these notes on the back of an old BX character sheet, Colin. And I think your idea for a, a GMless LARP certainly has legs. And I can certainly see Lloyd not taking any offence at being described as a gun-toting heretic, especially given the Wild West-themed posters that we had ourselves on at the UK Games Expo, Games On Demand, which Lloyd runs and that I'm one of the gems for. I think the only potential problem with your scenario is that, well, I suppose it, it may not be a problem because I'm not going to have a great deal of trouble hunting him down at Dragon Meat because Lloyd kindly normally puts me up along with my wife, Hannah, when we go to Dragon Meat. Although I think the only issue would be if, if we're hunting him down, I may be denying myself a future place to stay during Dragon Meat. So th there's an upside and a downside to that, rather like there is with the D&D the market dominance, as I was discussing in the original episode. But I'm pleased to hear you've got a load of playtesters signed up. Now, I don't really have a great deal of experience with playing OSR games or seeing OSR games run at Dragon Meat. I'm hoping to be able to go this year if, ever, if the stars align and everything's okay. So I'd love to get into some sort of OSR games and stuff like that. And during the, the UK Games Expo that I was talking about earlier, because I'm generally sort of chained to the tables for games on demand, I'm always looking for sort of quick one-shot games that I can run for that. However, I've not really run any OSR games there before um, to any great extent. It's normally been like Fate and Power of the Apocalypse and really sort of quick, simple pick-up-and-play games. But I'm certainly hoping next year, now that I've got a bit more experience with running OSR games, to take some down with me and maybe run some like Lamentations, some White Box, stuff like that. So hopefully... I'll maybe see you at Dragon Meat, assuming I can make it, and perhaps at the UK Games Expo next year, which I certainly hope to be attending as part of Games On Demand. So thanks very much for your message, Colin. Take care, and I'll speak to you soon. So I think it's clear from these voicemails and from the discussion we had in episode 10 that, that whilst there are a lot of upsides, there's also a few potential downsides to the market dominance of D&D 5th edition. If anyone out there has got some more comments, feel free to drop me a voicemail or drop me an email. I'll give you the address in a moment. I'd love to hear what people think about this. And whenever D&D of any edition is mentioned, it's always a very sort of emotive topic for people because 
so many people have a an experience of D&D, whether it be their first role-playing game or not. I mean, for me, it's not, but I've still played an awful lot of D&D of various different editions. I mean, that's why we have people who are so passionate about the different versions of D&D and the, the spin-offs of it, sort of like OSR gaming, etc. So... I think it's a good thing to talk about these, not in a sort of crazy edition wars fashion, because I've no wish to sort of get on that whole bandwagon again. And mercifully, I haven't seen too much of that on the web recently, although I'm sure it's still going on out there somewhere. But I think it's a good thing to talk about so that people do have a a greater understanding of the fact that whilst D&D 5th edition is a really great game to play, it certainly brought a lot of people into the hobby. It's brought a few people back to D&D, maybe if they might have gone off it due to some of the earlier editions. It's not by any means the, the be all and end all when it comes to RPGs. Even if you just want to stick to D&D, which is fine, you know, play as Lloyd said in episode 10, play what you want to, have your own fun, whatever you're enjoying doing. But I do think people should not be worried or afraid to look around and try out other games, even if they're just other versions of D&D. Because how you never know, you might find something you like more or just as much. And if you don't try those other things out, you'll never really know whether you like them or not. So that's it for this episode, responding to voicemails about D&D market dominance. Catch you all soon. Take care. So that's it for this episode. If you have any questions or suggestions for things you'd like to see in the podcast in future, please either email them to reddicediaries at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Anchor. Until I see you next time, whenever you're playing, take care and enjoy yourselves.